Come on, baby. The ball is tipped, and there you are. You're running for your life. You're a shooting star, and all the years, no one knows just how hard you worked. But now it shows. In one shining moment, it's all on the line. In one shining moment, they're frozen. College basketball, we just got done with Feast Week. That was fucking awesome. Great college <clears throat> basketball games on all fucking week. Um, we had a lot of fun, and there's a lot of people moving everywhere. So, I mean, should we just get it started with our mm. OP polls? Mm-hmm. All right, starting off with mine. Let me get this full screen here. One sec. All right, so number one, I got Houston. I mean, pretty obvious. Number two, my Texas Longhorns. Three, Virginia. Four, Kansas. Five. Holy shit. Let's dig my dig in the mashed potatoes. Go Hogs. <laughs> uh, six, Arizona. Seven, Purdue. Eight, Tennessee. Nine, Creighton. And number 10. Sweet home, I welcome them to the top Good. 10. Creighton at, probably... Creighton at eight or seven? Nine. No, nine. Yeah. It was eight, Tennessee. Yep. You got a weird list. I know it's That's really weird. I, I told I told Luke <laughs> that what you guys have... are gonna get on my ass this week. Joey, I have one question. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have? Yeah, How I, is, know, you have I know Tennessee beat Arkansas. No, 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 no. You can't have Kansas at four. <laughs> Who they? Yeah. So Wisconsin. What the fuck is Wisconsin. Kansas? Who beat them? Or no? Well, that was Tennessee that beat them. Yeah, Tennessee by a hundred. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why I put it. Can I switch? Just flip flop them. Five? What? Do you no, not no, no. Realize? Let me top ten. Let me no. Let me do this because I forgot about the game. Uh, I'm gonna put Kansas at ten, and then everybody else. Moves okay, up. okay. That's how fair. is Purdue? Oh my god! Set, I was about to say, how is Arizona? Six? Because I always rank my uh, my teams on like how much I actually believe in them. And like I'm did just you, not that not watch I'm, like I have to put Purdue in my top no, ten. No, no, but no. I, I have worse. I have, I have a worse one. Arizona, six. Like you're saying, it should be way higher. Right? Way higher. Yeah, I get what you mean, but I, I, I don't know. I just Arizona. Did you watch them play just, basketball? This I know they're a really good fucking team, but it's just the other teams I like more. They're arguably the best team in basketball right now. No, they're unbelievable. And like one. I was about to bet on that game. Wait, 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 wait. Game it was, and I saw their starting lineup and actually like comprehended how let's, good they are. Let's they go back. Are really fucking good. So you had Kansas at four, right? You flip flopped <laughs> no, them I'm, with Tennessee. So Tennessee's. No, no. I said four? I'm moving. I'm moving Kansas down to ten because I realized how okay. high Tennessee would then be. Kansas shouldn't be in the and top ten. And then everybody 10, else so. just moves up one. Kansas shouldn't be in the top ten. You know, UConn's eight no? I don't and like UConn either. Phil Knight, the Phil Knight. Like, I, Feel like a lot of teams, a lot of teams are Big Men Central this week. What's wrong with just, that? That's part of the game. I know, but like I just Here, here's the here's it's the thing. Just gonna be common college basketball where if, they get into foul trouble, then they're just fucked. If, if okay, can you tell me who won the championship last year and who was in the championship? It was uh, North Carolina versus um, Kansas, and, and where yeah, do they run McCormick, their offense? McCormick through? just didn't foul. Thank you. Um, first of all, Kansas doesn't have a big this year, right? Nope. If they played Purdue, Creighton, 
Arizona, um, Gonzaga, UConn, Indiana, they would get smoked. They have no inside game at all. What that's what I'm going to say. Big guys are. Well, that's why Kansas is now a 10. Oh, my God. <laughs> Arizona not in the top three. Arguably, you could have. No, I, I get what you mean. But like I said, every week I just put on how much I believe in them. You know, that that goes, how much you believe in a team is just your favorite teams. That's what that is. <laughs> not not necessarily. Where'd you have Purdue? S- S- Purdue. Well, if you Purdue's watch Purdue, six now. If you watch Purdue play, they beat Gonzaga their, by 20 and Duke by 20. Yeah, their, their resume is unbelievable. Now, they, <laughs> so, didn't, they didn't just beat them. <laughs> Smacked them. They beat them by 20. I, yeah, I get what you mean. Anyway. You got to... I'll do it. I'll go. I'll give you yeah. a good top ten. Yeah. Please. Houston one. Texas two. Arizona three. Yeah. That sh- there should be no question. That should be a top three. Um, Purdue four. Virginia five. Creighton six. Arkansas seven. Illinois eight. Gonzaga nine. UConn ten. Any. I'm not going to argue with you about it. I'm not. No, okay, I, mean, I can't. I like That's I a good top no, like, 10. That's the right top 10. Right now. But well, I'm, I'm getting prepared for the future. Duh. <laughs> right now. If you're prepared for the future, Gonzaga, Gonzaga are, should, Gonzaga no, should be I know, four. And I hate how AP polls are, though, because I just feel like teams, they lose once. They you move can't down predict far, the future. They end up being back anyway. You can't predict the future, so you can't right, go off so the future. So for now on, I'll just if make you, my no. top tens off of just... How they should be. Of, all right, all right. First of all, if you went off the future, Gonzaga would be top three all year yeah, long. I was, yeah, it, like, I get weird with a like back half, so... Dude, rankings are for, like, it's a week-to-week thing. If you lose, you get punished for it. Yeah, like, that's how it and works. no, no, not not just that. How you lose and how you win also plays a factor. Yeah, yeah, it's like everything, and it goes week. It goes by week. Like Arizona ran through a gauntlet easily. They, you look at the yeah. scores of Arkansas. You look at the scores of Creighton. They weren't close games. They were maybe on the score sheet. They were close, but those weren't close games. Yeah, just baffles me, Joey. Purdue too. <laughs> two twenty pieces against two top ten teams. I hear what you mean. <clears throat> All right. My turn. All right. Number one, I got Houston. Arizona. Three. Texas, wait, wait, wait. Stop. You kind of cut out there. Go back to two. Two. Arizona. Arizona. Okay. Texas. Yeah. Four, Virginia. Five, Purdue. Six, Creighton. Seven, Yukon. Eight, Arkansas. Nine, Indiana. Ten, Alabama. I like that he threw Indiana there. They got a big test this week, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I still like Indiana though. Yeah, I just don't. I don't have them in because they they're best best win Xavier. Yeah, compared yeah, to yeah, I know. I think Xavier was, really, was like a real close yeah. game too. Like compared Xavier to got him. compared to everyone I have ahead of them, like Illinois got a big win. I know they have a loss too, but Arkansas got yeah. Everyone it was, it else just, just has big yeah. wins. That's it came down to like the teams that were after them. I just yeah. thought they like the the losses like Tennessee's loss that I, I, I don't you, like it. UConn and has just, UConn is eight and zero. I have and UConn at seven. I know I'm saying like they're eight and zero. They got to be in there. They have, they played the most games of any team I think in the country. Yeah, I I put I put Creighton ahead of them just because I like yeah, this. No, I, I they played. I, they lost to my number two. So look, I have UConn at ten. So like, 
I'm just saying they yeah, yeah. got to so respect I, yeah, him. I had him even higher, yeah. Got to respect him. Yeah. Joey didn't. No, Joey didn't respect next week it'll Next week it'll all work out. Now I'll have an actual, like, out. No, because if Texas, lo- if Texas loses to Creighton, you're probably going to have him at two. No, that's, I would if that was, if I kept doing it the way I'm doing it right now. Yeah, that's yeah. my point. Yeah, if you so, do it the way you're but doing it. But in a close game, I'd keep him there. I'd keep him ahead of Creighton at least. If they lose? Yeah, if they lost to Creighton, I would still keep them ahead of them. That's how I'm doing my at best home? right now. No, I can't. What do you mean? They're not like so Texas. Obviously, going to be in my thirty, but because I would still go, think they're so a better team. You I think your, who I think is a better team because they're your favorite team. No, well, I mean, Texas. I guess I, if they lost, Wait, Creighton, they would how be are they a better team? Huh? How are they a better team? No, I just think like if they played them nine or ten times, they'd beat them nine times out of ten. Nine? No, I'm not. I'm just saying like figuratively. So in your eye, uh, never mind. Whatever. Anyway, you're Phil basically Knight. Playing futures, like everything for the end of the year. <laughs> Phil Knight, Invitational. We have Iowa. Might as well do Bracketology next. Jesus. Iowa State. Uh, they played against UConn in the championship. Iowa State went through real tough, real tough matchups. Uh, so did UConn. But, um, I mean, let's just start off with Iowa State since I played the song. They went through Villanova and North Carolina, took care of both of them. Uh, ended up in the championship. Didn't really show up for the championship, but um, yeah, Luke, you can take it away with Iowa State. A lot of dudes stepping up, playing great basketball. I mean, I want to start like Villanova just sucks, so that's not even a good win. Um, until the other guys back, North Carolina awesome win. Um, but also one, at the same time, North Carolina is not the number one team in the country. They weren't. Right. He, Jack even said that he took their money line. And he's like, we're not. They're not the number one team in the country by any stretch of the imagination. So at her, but. We said Iowa State would struggle to score, which I mean they don't score at a crazy rate this year. Like it's better than last year, I think, because, um, so they they had like a guy last year that averaged like eighteen a game, but they have more guys this year because like Taylor Limpsey can just run the point, and doesn't have to score. Jalen Holmes actually knows how to play basketball instead of just pull up a mid range jumper like all Brockington did. Like me and Jack talk about this all the time. Like he actually has some skill at basketball instead of just a pull up jumper. Caleb Grill, I mean, he's a streaky shooter, but that's what you're going to get in college. So, I mean, and, like, they got good defense. They, they got good defense players, but their defense guys are also decent on offense, like Osuni, whatever the hell his name is. So, the thing is, though, I feel like it's the same Iowa State where they start hot, get in a conference play, and start losing because that's just how it is because they can't score. And the other, they have a good defense, but other teams have a good defense, too, and a better offense. So, it comes down to that. I think it's going to be the same thing this year. I really do. I think it's just going to be they start off hot, get some good wins early, and then just fall off of the season. But they are a solid team. I think they might be better than last year. But that's not saying much. They didn't have a great year last year. Uh, I love that take. I think you're definitely right on the point where it's probably going to be the same as last year. And just especially, like, how deep the Big 12 is. It's right. hard to, like, just run through that shit. So. But this whole this whole fucking tournament was fucking weird. I don't know. I if I had to pick the teams, if I had to like put money on every game where it'd be, I would have lost so much fucking money because it was so <laughs> fucking confusing. That was it great. was just like weird. Like I thought, I'm like, yeah, it's like UConn. I think UConn's losing first game because an Oregon guy. I think Michigan State's winning. Actually, I didn't actually. Me and Luke were going to take spread for whatever because but Malik Hall Iowa was State. I would have Villanova, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Which that's a big part of it, obviously. Yes, but it went. Like almost complete opposite way I thought it was going to. So, mm-hmm. 
Uh, let's talk about UConn, though. They smoked Oregon and Alabama. Uh, obviously, Sonogo's balling right now. Hawkins. And then this, the white dude, Calcaterra, giving them he great. He didn't he? Great, giving them just fucking great minutes right now. Uh, yeah, this UConn team, like, going into the season, like, I wasn't high on UConn at all just from losing, like, Martin and RJ Cole, people like that, where it's like, fuck, like, I don't think they're going to be able to replace them, but Sonogo's playing out of his mind right now, and yeah, they're having guys step up, playing great basketball. Happy for Dan Hurley to win this Invitational. Um, yeah, well, the thing I want to say, though, is um, they're just so long. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, long and lengthy guys. That's why they That's why they played so good against Iowa State. Iowa State's not a good offense. They just harassed them. But, like I said with Sonogo, he did the same shit last year. I mean, obviously he got hurt. I'm not a huge fan of Sonogo. He was preseason player of the year in the Big East, and I told Jack, I think, or someone, I go, maybe it was you, Logan, I don't know. I said, if I can, if I could bet on someone not to win the player of the year in a conference, I would have just threw $100 on him because there's no shot he wins the biggest player of the year when all those guys at Creighton are so good. But it's beside the point. He's still really good. Um, I mean, I'm still not sold necessarily in UConn. Like, they're a good team. Don't get me wrong. They're top 10. They, they just, I just don't see, I can't see where, how, I don't know. I just don't see how they're so good. Um, they're big. That's the thing. Sonogo and Calcutaro, he's a hell of a game, hell of a tournament. But I don't I don't really know. I can't get a grasp of UConn, but they deserve to be in the top 10. They're 8-0, and they won some big games. Yeah, I mean, the way I look at it is, like, I agree with the part where, like, you don't really know how they're good because I think Sonogo's, like, they're only, like, their big piece, really. Like, from the beginning of the season, before they went into the tournament, I thought that was the only guy they had, really. It wasn't high on UConn whatsoever, but – and, like, I'm not going to say, like, they played weren't, like, good in this tournament because they were, but Oregon, I mean, Oregon's not a great team right now. Alabama, Alabama's playing, like, really good. Don't get me wrong. They beat, like, North Carolina and everything, but Alabama's not, like, one of them top teams. Obviously, I have them in my top ten because, you know, they take down North Carolina, made a pretty decent run, whatever, win the losers or whatever. But, I'm like, Iowa State's another team where it's, like, you never know what you're going to get. Like, all three of the teams they beat, it's one of the things where, like, you never know what you're going to get. And I won't discredit them for doing that, but it's like I'm not sold. Like if they would have beat, I think what's her name? Um, Purdue obviously had a way, way more, oh my God, more yeah. impressive like run than this. Then like and that, like that's the run like you'd expect. Like, all right, I'm sold on them because they beat like those kind of teams, like Duke. They they beat all those, those guys. But UConn, like Oregon, Alabama, Iowa State. It's don't get me wrong; those three teams are like good teams, but they're not like phenomenal teams that you just like you're sold on them because they beat all three of them in a row. It's mm-hmm. like, and yes, they did smack them, so they showed like fuck those teams like they ain't shit but same time i don't know it's like i'm still in between on i gotta see more so uh, i want to talk about north carolina a little bit they obviously lose iowa state they lose alabama on quadruple overtime 101 to 103 uh, i looked at uh north carolina's like season stats and uh caleb love has taken i think 30 more shots than any than the person in second place on shots in their team like he's, he's a yeah He's <laughs> no, he, him and RJ That's Davis. Not, no, he's at seven, 30 shots. So isn't crazy amount for how many games they've played 30 more. Well, what did he take? What did he, he, yeah, I know 30 more. What did he take in that, uh, um, Alabama game though? I think he took like 30 shots alone in that game. Four overtimes, four overtimes. Right. But, uh, like 20, every, 25, compared to everybody else. So, threes, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. 36. 
Yeah, North Carolina, they obviously got a problem right now. We, I think we talked about it last week, though, that they're like not the number one team in the country, just waiting for them to lose. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they did in this tournament. Um, I mean, you guys can take it away right now. But, like, a lot of people that I've been listening to, like, they just keep going back to that Brady Manic thing about how big of a piece losing him is. Peanut's playing good, though. Yeah, that's what I thought because I was looking at, like, stat sheets and shit, seeing he's been, you know, doing all right. So, I, I didn't really get, like – the whole Brady Manic. Thing, I mean, not but, like good, but not. I don't know. He's not scoring like Manic. He played really. He played really good in overtime, um, defensively, offensively. Well, I will say, yeah, defense defensively is where the difference is compared to defensively. Manic. He's playing. He's playing not really better. good. No, the reason is Caleb Love shoot. They're Caleb Love shooting twenty four from three, and RJ Davis shooting twenty seven from three. Right. That's the reason they can't win games because they're shooting a lot of threes and they're not going in. Like that. It. Those are your guys and. It's yeah, like we said. I, I was wrong. I didn't think it would be like the UCLA situation, but it's worse than that UCLA situation. Like these guys just aren't as good as UCLA. At least was pretty decent last year. Still, these guys just aren't good right now because RJ Davis and Caleb Love are taking every shot for them, and they're not going in. Like they're not scoring at all. And Leaky Black's like a liability on offense. Like he's taken, like yeah. forty shots this year. It's just, they just they just, they don't have enough at all. The reason why he didn't play much in overtime. And Baycott's not playing like great. Yeah, but yeah, you can't you no, can't play him when you're close games because he can't score. And Caleb loved. He didn't play like all overtime. I mean, bad. he had. Dude, Alabama versus North Carolina. That overtime, all of them were just the definition of mil, or million dollar move, five cent finish. Because <laughs> you watch Quinterly. Quinterly was like Quinterly when he dribbles. Probably the smoothest, nicest handles in college basketball. Quick too. I'll give it to him. It's, it's, it's so beautiful to watch him dribble and pass. But the moment that guy thinks he can shoot, you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen because he he's he's all or none when he shoots. I mean, it's unbelievable. Caleb loves the same. Caleb Love and RJ Davis. They were cooking people. RJ Davis broke the guy the one time. Shoots brick like fucking what's his name? Um, Caleb Love. He half the shots he was taking in overtime weren't even open. Like he wasn't even close to open. No, I know. He did, against, he did like, against Iowa State, too. They were down four with, like, a minute left. Like, they had time to get a good shot. And he did a came off a screen and shot a contested three with two guys on him, and he just bricked it. That's just dumb. Yeah, and, like, like don't get me wrong. Like, he did that a lot for them last year. Like, Not you know, he's, like, bad. a clutch guy for him. But, but that, like, down four, like, I get, like, you were a clutch guy. Like, you're going to shoot, and it's Caleb. Look, you know, he wants to shoot the ball. But it's, like... You watch North Carolina's offense in overtime. Like, you'd think it'd be smart. You know, you have all these good players. You could run it down, give it to anybody, and they could probably score because Bama, Bama's defense like, Bama's defense is pretty good. But it's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. yeah. the shots and just the offense was just was just horrendous. It was – they crossed half. Every possession in overtime, they would cross half. The One of the guards would sit up there and fucking dilly-dally around, and then he couldn't do shit. So there's 15 seconds left. Throw it to the other guy. He waits till there's seven left. Tries to ISO, threw up a bad shot. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is great fucking offense. No, yeah, I mean, everybody was just saying in general it was, like, the grossest game ever. Like It, mm-hmm. it was terrible. It was horrible to watch. That overtime was – what's his name, though, for Alabama? Played phenomenal that game, the big guy. Uh, Miller or Betty Ocko? No, or... not Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller's not the big no, guy. No, not Miller. It's Clowney uh, or something, uh, isn't it? Uh, like, you might just said early. it. Uh, no, it is Betty Ocko. Betty Ocko. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong. He only had 14 uh, points. Yeah. He only had 14 points, but he had 16 rebounds. 
obviously it was 16 rebounds coming four overtimes, but overall he played he played a really fucking good game. Rand Miller six eight. He's really good. <laughs> he's not a big guy. Yeah, I get what you he mean. Is you watch, he's yeah, a guard. I, I know. I get what you mean. But, uh, six nine wing. Anyway, he's though, probably the best freshman this year. Yeah, I mean, he's, by far. That's why I put Alabama not in top ten, and they're like decently deep on their bench. Run, I think they run like three guys off their bench. I'll give them good minutes too. Like, yeah, I like, I like Alabama this year. But um, anyway, moving on from that, I guess just. Saint, just one more thing for the Phil Knight Invitational. Shout out Portland. I mean, <laughs> keeping it close with a couple teams. Like, they uh, only lost to seven to North Carolina. So, they, I mean, they beat Villanova by 12, lost to Michigan State only by one. So, uh, yeah, shout out. But that Michigan Portland. State, it was two minutes left and they were down like 15. Yeah. Just I just think Michigan State just back. like decided just like not start, stop playing basketball, I guess. And then they came back. But. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah. next we have the Maui Invitational the Championship. Was did we get the other? We didn't. Oh, you're going to Maui. I was say we did other Phil Knight. But All right, I, yeah, it doesn't do matter. That. I just uh, wanted you to forget that Phil Knight Legacy. We had the championship. Purdue seventy-five to fifty-six versus Duke. Held them to one point in the last eight and a half minutes of the game. Uh, I mean, Purdue the road to this game. They killed Gonzaga and West Virginia. Uh, I mean, Duke their road was Xavier and Oregon State. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that championship, Purdue just wiping the floor with Duke, it's just fucking unreal. Like, I mean, they killed Gonzaga right before that. Like, Purdue, that young backcourt. And my favorite thing like that somebody said was uh, there's not one player in their starting lineup that was within the top 90 of their freshman class. Like, it's just fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, Matt Painter's unbelievable. They have Caleb first was an Indiana back. Um, Mr. Mr. Basketball. Yeah. So was Braden Smith. Yeah. And Lawyer, I think, finished second. So you have three, like, Indiana guys. Indiana's guy usually gets those players. Purdue's getting them now. Uh, but these guys are the real deal, and I'll tell you why. Um, Zach Eady's unguardable this year. Last year, you could just double him because, like, you could just double him with, like, Travion's guy. You could double him because, like, Jaden Ivey wasn't a great shooter. They just didn't have, like, the team around him. This team, Braden Smith, for a freshman point guard, holy shit, is he good. He just controls that whole the whole game, and he's quicker than shit. Can shoot. Mason Gillis, obviously, he's just a guy last year that just sat in the corner and Showing shot threes. A three. Caleb First is a pretty good big, too, uh, to come in and like be alongside of, giving you a little different look, uh, stretch five. Fletcher Lawyer might be one of the best shooters I've ever seen as a freshman. He's unbelievable. He just... Like he shoots like crazy threes too, just coming off screens and well, if your name pulling is Fletcher. At, um, it's like insane. And Fletcher, what I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you, this is coming from and that like they got the guys on the bench, so like they go deep too. Like Newman and Jenkins are both really good players too. And that Kaufman Wren played a really good game, I think. And it was a championship. We only had two points, but we played really good. Maybe it was the Gonzaga game. I can't remember. But um, this coming from a guy that loves Villanova basketball. This team might move the ball better than they did. It's like insane watching that how quick they move the fucking ball around. And it's hard when you have a good big guy like Edie and you're moving the ball around, you don't have time to double. Like because the ball's flying around and you're trying to find your guy, you go to Edie, and he just is already in the paint in a high low situation and you don't even know how they got there. And then give it to Edie, you can't double because every single person on that team, and I mean every single person they play, can shoot threes <coughs> at a high level. So Unbelievable. And Morton, obviously, he was there last year. These guys are for real, and I don't care what you say. 
They waxed Gonzaga and Duke in every category. It was just unbelievable. I haven't watched <clears throat> I didn't watch like any of Purdue. Like I still have not watched them. So but you clearly explained it in a phenomenal way. So I'll give that to you. But did I expect them to be this good? No. No, no I no. admit any, hand anything, up. I thought they'd anything suck. close. And the thing the way like you're talking about the ball movement part, I think without Ivy there, obviously ball movement's gonna right. increase because you don't have that because like comes down to like you got ten seconds on the shot clock, even fifteen. Fucking give it to Ivy and just run down the clock and let him fucking run at the basket. So, like, now they don't have to do that. They can just swing it around. No, and like, All shooters. And what they do a really good job of, they get it to Edie. And Edie is probably one of the most patient big guys, like, ever. He doesn't need to shoot. Uh, yeah. He never forces anything, like, ever. He always, like, will back him down. He'll hold the ball. He doesn't even back you down for a while. And they move without the ball while Edie has the ball in the post. You know how hard that is to guard? Because you have to, like, keep an eye on Edie and your guy running to the other corner off screens and shit. Like, they just – it's, like – it's like unbelievable. Watch just like watch them play these Gonzaga and Duke games. Highly record. It's unbelievable basketball. And if they do that all year, they're gonna get in trouble because Zach Eady is a monster, and you can't guard him with these guys shooters around him. Yeah. And one like high IQ play, Ethan Morton would have never guessed it. There was like thirty. So there's thirty five second shot or thirty second shot clocks, right? Yeah, 30, the, yeah, there was 30, 38, 39 seconds left in the game <laughs> and then the shot clock, and the guy, like, went to take it out of bounds, and he's yelling at him, like, don't throw the ball in yet. Use the five seconds to throw it in, and that the clock keeps going, but the shot clock doesn't start. So you can't, so they can't go two for one with, like, 10 seconds left the other team. I can't remember who they were playing. Wow. Like, you, know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they, I know exactly what instead you're saying. Of, instead of having, like, not eight to ten seconds on the clock for the other team to go down and like maybe get a good shot. They have like two to like four, two to five after they get a rebound. I I just like caught it. I'm like, what? He's like screaming, don't throw it in, don't throw it in. And he just didn't. And they threw it in like in a little, like after a couple seconds. I'm like, holy IQ. Unbelievable. That's probably the biggest IQ basketball player no, I've I, seen. Cause that's something, cause that's something you never think of. Yeah. Like, I don't know what game it was if it was. Gonzaga or Duke, but yeah, I, I'm gonna try to find it again. It's un, it's crazy. It was when I think the one had the gold jerseys. So that was the championship. So I think it was Duke. Yeah, let's not let's not talk about Duke though. I mean, third type of dandy babies aren't playing like it, and they can't shoot worth the shit. And I mean, I yet yeah, I give it to them. They made the championship, but to get waxed like that by Purdue, I mean, that's just fucking terrible. I mean, I don't know, just complete completely new team. New coach, just not looking that pretty right now, Coin. I will tell you one thing. Yeah. Was not a fan of Derek Whitehead out of high school. Like, oh, he was just athletic. Derek Lively. Everybody nowadays. He was just athletic. athletic. True center. Um, Like, Mark Mitchell, just an athlete. Tyrese, Proc- Tyrese Proctor's playing really well, by the yeah, way. Yeah, like, of late, yeah, I like Tyrese Proctor. He can't Proctor shoot. A lot. can't shoot with a lick, but he's playing pretty well. I mean, they don't, yeah, they they just don't have any outside game, and you can't have that. Like, like they're too big, they're not good enough guard. I don't know. I hate this Duke team. This is like one of the worst, the hardest. This is one of the hardest Duke teams to watch play basketball. They fucking suck. You, 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 your unicorn, Derek Lively, is not a unicorn. No, he's not. He's a true center. I thought he's for sure ass. he'd be Kowalski. able to like. No, all he can floor. do is play defense. No, exactly. Yeah, it's it's. I Ten don't times know. better. 
the reason he can't the reason he can't do anything is because he all he does rely on athleticism. Yeah. And that's all these fucking kids nowadays. They get into college and you realize mm-hmm. everybody on the court is just as athletic as you and you're like, oh maybe I'm not that fucking well, smart. I just talked to so I had that interview thing, Logan, and I just I told you about it. I talked to Michael as today. And yeah. I said I asked him about like the K State scrimmage or whatever he goes. He said he goes, Yeah, you wouldn't really like you wouldn't like know the di- like they're not like that much more talented than us. They're just so much more athletic and bigger. I'm like, yeah, because Division two guys have they're like more skilled, but they just don't have the athleticism to like make it to Division one. That's all they are is just athletic and big. A lot of these guys are yeah. so obviously that comes with the game. But yeah, the skill wise is just like not there, and you can see it with Duke. They're all other than like Roach there. and like Proctor. They just they just don't, they're just athletic. That's it. Their team. Their team fucking sucks. And they have way too many big guys. Like, they're not too many, literally. Like, they're not good. They're not a good team. I will not be surprised if they go on a few-week stretch of not being ranked. Because they're, like, them Miami, like Miami and, like, Notre Dame and them, if they go to that place to play them, like, those, like, mid-teams mm-hmm. in the ACC, if, they, if Duke's on the road, I wouldn't be surprised Duke loses every fucking game on the no. road. Because, like, yeah. like, obviously you're at home, you got a little bit of help. But right. Jeez, fuck! Those middle teams are gonna beat them. I know they will. Duke's gonna lose two in a row, probably to them, and then they're gonna fucking drop out of the yeah, ranking. I'm so mad because I remember when the the it first came out as like the conference uh, lines who's gonna win. I sent it to you guys. I sent a parlay, and I had Virginia winning it. We get to the podcast, and I switched to Duke. I don't know why, but I had Virginia. I literally sent it to you guys. I was gonna put it in, and I switched to Duke last minute. I don't know why, and. I'm I mean, they still could figure it out. They got a lot of time. Like you got to remember, this is a first year coach, but they just—you just watch them play. They just don't look that good. They did get to the championship. Same as like North Carolina. Two bad teams, but same. Yeah, it's the same as like North Carolina last year, though. Like, I would, uh, yeah, obviously. Okay. I thought you were comparing them to North Carolina this year. I'm like, I would trust North Carolina not, way more to but, figure it out. But they're but, not because no, these guys are all freshmen. North Carolina was all juniors. Yeah, last that's the year, difference. Sophomores. And there's like they had a transfer who was like it was just it's like I'm saying like the coaching thing is the only thing you can look at like the you bright know, side like look at the bright side for Duke like North Carolina had a guy who's on the he's like a part of the program for a while it comes in you know but the talent yeah. from Duke to North Carolina last year is very different. And what I'm gonna say I said this beginning of the year they play five freshmen so so really it it's not like they have a new coach you know what I mean like. They're freshmen. They would have a new coach no matter where they went. Yeah. If that makes sense. And wait a minute. Flip. Yeah. Um, Roach is the only person that was there last year. Ryan Young's new. Gradison's new. So all these guys have a new coach. It's not just like North Carolina where they were used to Roy Williams and then this other guy comes in. Every single one of these guys is new. So. It's not really like, oh, it's a new coach. It's just like North Carolina. It's not because these guys are all freshmen, so it doesn't matter. Uh, sticking on the field night legacy, yeah. though, let's talk about uh, Gonzaga and Xavier. So, Gonzaga, they won third place. They beat Xavier, Xavier in fourth, obviously. But, uh, yeah, they beat them 88-84. Uh, pretty interesting game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, not like the worst way for Gonzaga to finish off the tournament, I guess, after getting wiped by Purdue. But, yeah, uh, that's kind of all I had to say about Gonzaga. This, I like Xavier, though. Xavier playing pretty good basketball right now. Gonzaga's going to go as far as Julian Strother. That's just how it is. That's just 
a fact. If he can make his however key three and it do, they're gonna go as far as he goes because he did play like shit in this game. He didn't play great against Texas, and then they got smoked in both games. But he played awesome against uh, who they just beat Kentucky. Played awesome, yeah, awesome against Kentucky and pretty good against Michigan State. Like obviously it was like the win, but when it, they're gonna go as far as Strother because you know you're getting out of um, Timmy every night. He did against Purdue. He had 22, 9 to 14 from the field. He he's gonna get his. Um, Hickman and like Bolton are gonna just be kind of like solid. They're gonna get there. Like they're gonna be okay. But it's Strother. It comes down to your second best scorer, second best player, and that's really what it. That's what their whole season is gonna revolve around is Julian Strother. And WCC is very underrated this year. Do we lose coin? Why? Oh, <laughs> why? Oh, he's Do you? I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull up. I right want now. I want. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just want to. I'm hear. gonna. They're west. Yeah, West Coast. Yes. Mm, that's not the right. Why can't I find it? Logan, talk about him right. Now. Talk about <laughs> Gonzaga. Gonzaga has Drew Timmy and everybody else is just a bunch of fucking. <laughs> never know what you're gonna get. That is the only way. It's a box of chocolates play. team. Uh, wait, wait, wait. No, they I'm gonna are, find this. They, literally, it's Drew Timmy, and then everybody else is just a fucking piece of chocolate in that box. <laughs> but Drew Timmy is the box. He holds them all together. Okay, I'll tell you why. St. Mary's is actually surprisingly a lot, like, pretty damn good. They're getting, like, votes to be ranked. San Francisco's playing, like, solid. Um, LMU, Loyal Marymount, are they not Forest. pretty good? Wake Forest. Are they not pretty good? Wake Forest. Gonzaga, obviously. Uh, Portland is in this conference. They just had a really good uh, whatever. Invitational. San Diego, I, I mean, they're they're not a bad team by any means. I'm telling you that right now. And BYU is, like, they played good against a couple teams that they just played too. Um, like, they, they beat they beat Dayton. They are right in a Butler who's an underrated team, and they were, like, in that game against U, with USC too. I mean, this is not any soft like it has been. It's getting better. I will say that. It's obviously still going to be Gonzaga's going to win, but it used to be Gonzaga, St. Mary's, and then San Fran and BYU could kind of play with them. Everyone else just got blown out. It's not that case anymore. This conference is not as bad as you think. So, Gonzaga, I, agree with that. I mean, yeah. don't just, I mean, it's not a gimme every night anymore. They might lose, they might lose one, one game. They might lose some, no, they might there. lose some of those games. Like, uh, they're still Gonzaga. They're and still if they win, lose, but. When Gonzaga lose one of them, they get hit very. They get hit bad because <laughs> you're supposed to win every single one of them games. I don't care how the other team is. Like even St. Mary's last year, I'm like Gonzaga still like Gonzaga playing St. Mary's last year was a was a good spread. It was awesome. It was easy. You're like, oh, they put it at fucking fourteen. Gonzaga wins by thirty when they're at home. The, the confidence year, though, these teams are going to get if you see, if they see one of these teams win. If you one know, team beats Gonzaga, these guys are beatable. Gonzaga is going to be is going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Well, before we move into the next tournament, we're going to take a short break. Be right back. All right, we're back. But before we get into the Maui Invitational, I just wanted to bring up one more shout out from the Phil Knight Legacy. Uh, West Virginia versus Florida game. West Virginia wins forty one to thirty three. <laughs> what a fucking game! That is awesome. It's like that Houston. That Houston. Uh, Who Houston barely beat. It was like in the forties. It's like what the hell, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah. 
uh, let's State. hop into Maui. So the championship, we had Arizona versus Creighton, uh, the whitest basketball game ever. But uh, we had, so Arizona, their road, they beat San Diego State. That was a great game. And then uh, Cincinnati, right? Who? Uh, Arizona's Arizona, road. Yeah. No, they, yeah, Cincinnati and then. Yep, yep. And then uh, Creighton, they beat Texas Tech and Arkansas. So uh, Arizona got the best of Creighton. But, uh, I mean, Creighton, I think they really made a statement in this tournament. Like, you know, telling Definitely. everybody, like, they belong in the top ten, shit like that. Then Arizona, obviously, just just proving how they are the top dog in the Pac-12. And, like, I think everybody else can't even hold their jockstrap right now. They're they're so goddamn good because Omar Balo is unguardable in the paint. because So... He was like he was, he was he was really raw last year, like and like the year before, just because he was like never didn't really play basketball. He is not just a big guy like these big guys. Usually, you'd see like same as Zach Heaty, just bowl people over and just get charges and travels and all this shit. No, he's just like they're so patient. It's unbelievable how patient they are. They don't need to shoot, and but they will. And it's like crazy how good he. Obviously, he's the MVP of the tournament. But another guy is Tabulis. There's not a guy in the country that runs the floor better than him. He <laughs> runs the floor so goddamn good, and Kirk Risa is just just throws that over the top pass to him, and it's just a dump, it's a layup every time. Well, the announcers were talking about it. They said how if like Tommy Lloyd said, he's like, if you're gonna play in my school, you're gonna run rim to rim. If you're and, big, and Balo, you, Balo does it too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, you are running the whole time if you're big if on you're, my team. If you're a big man, like a really big guy, watch uh, Balo play. Watch Balo play basketball because he'll run the floor. And get his he'll beat his big guy down the floor, so he'll get position in the paint, almost under the hoop already. So he's got all the hard work out of the way. Just give him the ball and go up with it. He doesn't have to put a move on him. He's already done all the hard work. That's how you play a big guy, good big guy. I'm gonna get to Kirk Carissa here. Holy shit, did I underestimate how good he is? Yeah, point guard wise, as a point guard, because he doesn't need to shoot. He never he won't shoot the ball until it's a huge moment. And he he is not afraid to shoot it because oh my god he hits big shot after big shot and it's like one he's one of those guys every time he shoots a three you just think it's gonna go in because he takes good shots but with that being said he's gonna have games this year where he goes like three of seventeen from the field and they're gonna lose but that just comes with Kirk Carissa experience Courtney Ramey adding that wing to this team is unbelievable because he can, he's a, he can get a bucket whenever he wants Pay Larson didn't even play good this tournament. And they still want it. Terrible. Cedric Henderson off the bench is a really good basketball player. Um, Ball is a very long, lengthy, like, forward. And then that Visar guy is another seven-footer they bring off in and just to be a seven-footer. It's crazy how good Arizona is. And I could talk about this team forever because they're just that good at basketball. They have some of the best offense. It's so good. I will watch in a minute. I'd say the lat like out of all the offenses I've ever watched, I'd say obviously Baylor the year Baylor won it all, best offense I've ever seen. But Arizona this year, it's so unselfish and just running the break. I mean, using the bigs, using the guards. It's just overall, just every person on that court, besides like maybe like you know that fifth guy because they're in there for other reasons. But there's four of those guys when Carissa. Tabula, no, but look at their starting Ramey, five and Bob. Look at their starting five, though. Larson yeah, is very good player. Oh yeah, yeah what do you mean? Look he up. was their worst, and you said I know. I'm you just don't know saying. I'm saying. 
I'm saying like the fifth guy isn't always like a major part of it. I'm just listen. And, but those four guys, like those four guys, that's all they need on the court. And it's like, I don't know how all these other teams who like, you know, who don't have a bench or whatever. Arizona, I yeah, I'll say they have like the three guys off the bench, whatever. Like the, a lot of those teams don't have a bench though. But Arizona's got four guys. And if they're on the court at the same time, you cannot guard it. You have to be able to outscore it. And honestly, I don't know if there's a lot of teams that can outscore it. No, I know there's one team. No, did you see? I don't know one. Have you seen their record when they score 80 points under Tommy Lloyd? I don't think they've. I think they're undefeated, or maybe have one loss when they scored 80 points under Tommy Lloyd, and they're like around 500 when they score under 80. So they get over 80, they're just going to win because they're just. Yeah, you can't keep up with it in college basketball. Well, uh, I wanted to bring up the San Diego State game. Okay, yeah, go. My bad, but uh, I want to bring up San Diego State game that they played because. And you know San Diego State's supposed to be a really great Not defensive this team. Year. Yeah, put it put up eighty seven on them, Terrible. and then Courtney. It was a Courtney Ramey game, twenty one points. I think it was all threes. No shit, he was just letting it fucking rain. Kirk Carissa, twenty one. Uh, yeah, Tabulas again, fourteen and seven. Like it's just unreal. Like they got like San Diego State comes out after half, ends up taking the lead, and I'm like, oh fuck, am I? Like, yeah, it was a good pick picking San Diego State, and then Arizona just started to let it rain and never. Never let back because Kirk Carissa is like yeah he had nine it's hard to explain the, oh, it's shit, hard to explain for me five, how I'm trying to how do I say this how like he just will just play basketball the whole game make really good passes make good decisions and then all of a sudden he gets a lick of um, space and he's just gonna pull it and he's gonna make because he takes such high like quality shots like good shots that he's gonna make them because he's not a volume shooter at all. Like obviously, he doesn't try to. He doesn't try to do too much. No, he doesn't. He does not try. He he hits that. He he had nine assists and one turnover in that championship game against Creighton. He just he just does enough. Not not even just does enough. He just does great playing basketball at a really high level, like IQ wise. And I don't know. He just knows what he's doing. Just I I don't even know how to explain it. How good he is when he's on the floor. Uh, Corn. Anything else? Very good. But uh, You're very fucking good, Joey. You gotta you gonna apologize to Ramy? Yeah, Please. I know. I I shouted him out. I just shouted him out, <laughs> like you know. But uh, I, 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 we gotta yeah. bring up Arkansas. So um, their loss to Creighton. Do we go Creighton because they just they be you know? All right, yeah. I forgot Creighton. we were just talking about. We just went on a tangent about uh Arizona. But yeah, I mean, I'll bring up Creighton in this. Uh, I'll bring up specifically their game against Arkansas. So Arkansas, they played a great game. Like, I mean, I think either team, well, fuck, the score was 90 to 87. But, like, you look at stat sheets, like, Creighton just shot better than them. Like, I think Arkansas had them everywhere else. Uh, I'm pretty sure. But, anyway, Cal Brenner, 21. Baylor Shireman just yanked it. I think he had a three, like, at least five feet behind the line. More than that. And he scored, <laughs> scored 20. Uh, Nemhard, 25. Like, they just fucking went ballistic. Here's the thing with Creighton. Um, Ryan Nemhard might be... Top three point guard in the entire country. He's so goddamn good. He has these plays where he'll dribble to the baseline, dribble around the rim, and then just keep his head up the Chris entire Paul. time. Never picks up his dribble and just always has head up, just looking for whoever. You know, it's fucking awesome. This game, to watch. this game specifically against Arkansas was just unbelievable. But yeah, like he just he just makes the right play at the right time all the time. Like that, it's just crazy. Um, Shireman obviously is a dog, but the way they like the way. That, so obviously Nemhard's really small, but they got like length that can guard when Kaluma and Shireman and um, Alexander 
can all kind of guard like multiple positions because they're so big and like can move, especially Kaluma. He's like underrated. He's their best prospect player. Right. And it's just underrated how good he, how good he really played this tournament because he was just all over on defense. And I like him a lot. Creighton, I was wrong about Creighton. They're a very good team. Um, but yeah, like I said, Nemhard, something about like these, this, if they played Arkansas or I meant Arizona nine times out of 10 or 10, they played them 10 times. They probably, it's five, five split. Like they would beat them sometimes. It would just, that's just how it is. Creighton's a very good team. Very good. They're, even defensively, they're really good. Still only playing five guys though. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. But they're starting five. Is probably the best five. Yeah, you can go toe to toe with anybody. Yeah. I think them or Arizona's Arizona is probably up there. Yeah. But I think I'd take Creighton starting five over Arizona starting five. Like just the five any day. Yeah, that was well explained. I just think I never thought Ryan Nemhard could jump that high. <laughs> that, yeah. That I mean, fucking he, dunk. That yeah, dunk he had. He's a gamer oh though. Fuck. He just like. He's always making he big plays. He punched that bitch. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? It, like, they just, like, I I felt like, I fell in love with how Creighton plays and how Arizona plays. And I was not huge on Creighton this year, but oh my God, just watching them play basketball is so good because the, the action they have with their shooters, like Shireman and stuff, is just like hard, impossible to guard because they'll like, send, they'll screen with uh, Kalkenbrenner on a pick and roll, and then he'll turn around and do, like, a screen for Shireman who's coming off. Like, so you can't guard the pick and roll necessarily without guarding Shireman. That's, he got so many open looks in this Arkansas game because of that. It was just like you, you lose him because you're trying to guard a pick and roll with Nemhard, but then all of a sudden he'll turn around instead of rolling, he'll set a screen for Shireman. So now the guy that was guarding Kelkenbrenner is all the way in the paint, or Shireman is all the way in the paint. It's just, like, weird. It's hard to explain without me actually showing you, but – yeah, the Greg McDermott knows what he's doing, drawing that shit up. But that's so what's nuts too good. is Creighton played uh, yeah. like great defense teams, and they played Texas Tech, and uh, it yeah, was they're close at half, thirty-one, thirty-one at half, and then. But still, I mean, their starting lineup is just funny to see because everybody gets theirs. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. you look at the bench. But then Baylor Shireman had a double-double, yeah. eleven points, twelve assists. He was he was dishing it out on offense. I mean. Yeah, I, they, I really Wait, like... I got one. Yeah. It's going to be Calgary Brenner, isn't it? Hugo. No. He, yeah, he can't score by himself. I was just going to say, it's not that. I know that's not how their offense is, like, technically. It's just back to the basket, if he has to score on someone mm-hmm. or he's contested, then he's missing it. He and, did and double I will say, it. he was apparently, like, up there for defense player of the year last year. Omar Balo made him his bitch. <laughs> Yeah. How? Yeah. But yeah, I know. Crate end of line. Creighton's really good. Arizona's really good. That's all you take from the this this tournament of those two teams. We want to talk about Arkansas though. Yes. Yeah. Um. Let me see here. Start with Luke. <laughs> Anthony Start Black. Luke. Let Luke go, and we'll just add. We'll add whatever we got. Anthony Black had a great tournament. Yeah, I'll tell you how good. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go a lot of Anthony ball. Black. Recorded, so the game they lost, I guess, um, 26 points, 6 assists, 6 rebounds yeah. in a loss. Um, Black is the fifth freshman in the last 20 seasons to lead his team in points, rebounds, and assists in a top 10 matchup. 
He joins Carlin Towns, Tyus Jones, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Love, who did it twice. Jesus. That's good company to be in. Yeah, and they got the number one recruit yeah, on the bench still. And I'm not saying NBA-wise. College, these guys are listed in college were unbelievable. Carlin yeah. Towns, undefeated Kentucky team. Tyus Jones, national champion. Kevin Love went to the championship. He was a player of the year. Well, with, with Russ. And then Kyrie Irving played like 11 games where they're like one of the best was. 11 games you've ever seen. Great company to be in. Anywho, um, apparently Arkansas was kind of some some menaces oh, down yeah. there in the tournament. Which NBA young boys. Um, they were talking a lot of shit, apparently. Like, real, like a lot. Just being super cocky and like disrespectful. I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Go Hogs! Like, like all tournament. Apparently, like when they played Creighton, they were just talking like the whole time, and people were getting hating it, like just blew up about it. But who gives a shit? They're <laughs> fucking playing basketball. Who gives a fuck? One thing though, Arkansas, they need to stop. Just they just need to play basketball. They probably could have beat Creighton if they were just played basketball instead of bitch the whole time. I will say that because that's all they were doing. But these guys on defense, it's like. It's so fun to watch because they just get so many steals and breakout dunks. They're probably the most electrifying team in the entire country. I don't think it's close. I don't think anyone. You guys got anyone else that can They're go toe to toe with them? Fun. I'm. I could go on and on. Jordan Walsh does not score, but he's probably the best defender on this team. Um, Anthony Black can get down and defend anybody. And I, when I say anybody, anybody, any guard. I don't care how big, how quick you are. He is quicker. Um. And Ricky Council is going to get his, and Trayvon Brazil off the bench is awesome. Like, I could go on and on about this team. He had 21 they, against Crane, right? Who? Brazil. 17. Oh, shit. But might have been, uh, I could go Council on and on and on and on about the yeah, they lost. But when Nick Smith gets back, not even with even without Nick Smith, I think I got these guys, I got more out of it when them losing, even though they lost the game. I think they're better than when they were, came into it. Like, I love our, this Arkansas team even more now. And you kind of hit every fucking <laughs> he was, every point. He, he had the fucking clip loaded. And also, <laughs> that San Diego State game, there was like me to say. they were down like four with thirty seconds yeah. left, and they came somehow came back and won in overtime. Won me ninety bucks. Thank you, Luke. You're welcome. But they start. They keep well. starting weird, like different guys. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? It's just weird. Like they did it last the other night. Just fucking. He's just fucking with the other team. Just I don't know, with the other but. Team. I, they they have size. They just don't have like a a big guy necessarily that can score on offense. But like the Mitchells are big, and but like Brazil is just like I don't know. I don't. They just shoot something about him. Trevor Tri- Brazil is a monster. His last his tournament that he played he shoots seven, somehow seventeen. Against, yeah, he's yeah, shooting the ball somehow like that. He's the one with like five he's the foot best shot, right? shooter on that team base. What? He like he kind of shoots like flat. It's not no, like a that's, jump shot. That's council. Okay, yeah, right, right, right. My bad. Council's the best scorer on the team. He had like thirty the other night against uh, Troy, Troy. I think. Yeah, he's the best scorer. Anthony Black's gonna do what his thing. Uh, Devo Davis is like just a. He I don't know. He's a really, he's a really good fan. He's the best. He's he guards the point guard. The point guard's really good, and then Walsh guards the best player. So that leaves Anthony Black on your third best guard. Like. I'd take that any day of the week. I don't know about you guys. I ask you a question. Hmm. Question, Luke. Hmm. Do you think their struggles from the three point 
mine will. Oh yeah, it's gonna hurt big time, big time. But the way they defend, it's it's the way they defend and how athletic they are. I feel like that it won't be as big a deal as some teams that can't shoot. That makes sense. Yeah, because if you can prevent threes, then you can. You don't have to shoot threes, but if you can't stop threes, like yeah, they made three threes against uh, San Diego State, and they all came from Brazil. Auburn couldn't really shoot that well, and that's last year. a lot. For no, Auburn was horrible three point shooting yeah. team last year. But like these these guys, they don't have a three point. Sh- Nick Smith's a good three point shooter. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, but at least Auburn had like Auburn had Jabari at least. Like Jabari's a guy. Yeah, and you Nick Smith is a good three point shooter. I know, shooter. like I haven't seen him play yet, so I can't he, say it. He <laughs> was in high school. Uh, I mean, any other team? Yeah, like, I know a lot of people are good in high school. Any other teams you want to talk about, like Texas Tech or San Diego State? Um, San Diego State coming out of this one and two hurts big time because yeah. teams like San Diego State, Dayton, St. Louis, all lost to teams they probably should have lost to. But you got like if you want to make the tournament at the end of the season, you got to win these. Like you got to have good wins early. With they weren't t- like the. Uh, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. The reason San Diego yeah, State lost at seventeen. The reason Arizona. the reason San Diego State. Um and like uh, St. Louis and like Dayton and these guys schedule is tough at the beginning of the year because you win one of the, one of these games one of these good teams you're you're gonna have a good case to get into the tournament at the end of the year you lose you could end of the year San Diego State has two losses right now they could end the year with two losses if they don't play another good team and still be on the bubble considering but can they you haven't beat this? anyone so, so they lose by four at Arkansas it's a pretty good loss and then they. Were up after half against Arizona, and then they just got rained on. I mean, you still lost the game, right? Right. The, like, you think the people that make the tournament yeah, are going to look they back? Don't care about that shit. Look back, like they were up at one point in the second half. They're not going to. Yeah, I, that I understand that, but they did lose it to very good teams, and they're not going to go. They're not going to go undefeated the rest of the years. Also, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. If they do, they'll be it. But they lose three more games. They're sitting at five losses. Look what happened to St. Bonaventure last year. They had what five losses. And they were just out. They were done. They never, didn't make the tournament because that's how the how it works when you're not a Power 5 school. Yeah. You schedule these games. Unless you, you win, win your tournament, obviously. Right. It it most hurts like Dayton because they didn't beat. They all their they lost all their big games, and now they got to go to conference play, and it's like, well, you already lost all your big ones, so you can win the conference, big deal. But, yeah, when you're these teams, you got to win some of these games. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you want to talk about Texas Tech at all? Or mm. I mean, I, I think they're kind of a boring mid- team, but yeah, yeah, they're not mid- fun to yeah. play. But they're, I think they're gonna be good when they get uh, yeah, I mean, a the Big mean, Twelve is gonna be really fun this year. Whatever the other big guy back, so they get two like seven footers that look exactly like each other that are both gonna be very good once they get them back. I and fall then, like, asleep watching Texas uh, Tech play. Oh yeah, so do I. So do I. So do I. Uh, Ohio State coming out two and one is big. Yeah, yeah. that is awesome. Uh, what are they right now? Twenty four, something like that. Maybe twenty five, even. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we'll get to Ohio State later, though. They have a big game this week, right, Coin? But anyway, uh, Emerald Classic. Just gonna bring up Iowa versus TCU. Iowa losing in the championship, seventy nine to sixty six. Uh, Iowa's just not gonna win when they get outshot from three to TCU. Like I think we made three threes that game to TCU's five. Like that's just not the recipe for success. And sure, shit, we get beat by thirteen. Three of seventeen. Yeah. yeah, you're not winning that many. You're not winning many games like that. But uh, I don't really have much. Like Chris Murray didn't play good. They just didn't play good as a team. Patrick McCaffrey didn't even score. 
<laughs> we played a lot of guys. Like a lot Fuck of Iowa. guys. <laughs> played 11 guys. Congrats. And then uh, my last thing I had to bring up, probably Luke's got more, but uh, Battle of Atlantis, Tennessee beats Kansas in the championship 64-50. to 50. Uh, I'm happy that Tennessee, like, they're, you know, getting a Tennessee guy this year again, and uh, it showed out. Holding Kansas 50 is just fucking awesome. Uh, Kansas, like, this, I don't know, it's a obviously really fucking tough game to win, but how they lost, that's real fucking tough. They have zero inside game. Yeah. I said that earlier. Yeah. They're not going to win any games without an inside game. It's can't. Kansas, for a lot, under Bill Self, since they had him, has always had a good big guy. That's how he runs See, his offense. He runs they, his offense through a big man. I don't get how they couldn't get anybody. Uh, I mean, you'd think they could get – it's Kansas. Like, Transfer Yeah. Yeah, right. But they – he run, literally runs his offense through a big guy. It's like how their whole thing works, and they just – they don't have one. You don't, they don't have an inside presence at all, and that's huge for a Kansas team. And I granted Tennessee is a very very good defensive team, but I don't know. I until they figured something out the big man. I I thought they were really good, but they got exposed big time this tournament, even against Wisconsin too. That they they can't they don't have the guards. So they don't have guards either that can really like do much like by themselves, like create their own shot. Like Dewan Harris is just gonna create for you. Grady Dick is just gonna shoot three. Like he can kind of create his own shot. Jalen Wilson is just going to the basket or a three point shot. Kevin McCullough, same thing. It, it's not like they have, like, a guy that can create their own shot, it seems like. I don't know if I'm wrong on that, but that's just what it feels like. I mean, even last year, though, like, you look at that team, like, it was like, like – they, they had Ochai Baji. Kind of what you just said there. Last year, I'd say that – but, like, Ochai wasn't, like, a guy who would get the ball, dribble, take a three. It was more like he would come off, like – he was like he obviously still could. I'll give him that. But, like, he wasn't, like, a great – And like, Braun could get himself. to the rim, too. But the difference – yeah, but like the difference is like Remy Martin off the bench. Remy could. Remy would. Remy could he was the guy who would, he mm-hmm. he pulls up that 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 free throw shot like a little bit like behind it. That shot there was automatic. But the biggest thing is like, like what we just been saying. Like last year's team had one guy I'd say who could consistently do it, and it was Remy Martin. No, they had one guy but, that was consistent on offense. And it was Ochai Baji. That's why he was National Player of the Year candidate. Consistently, he's getting you points. All right, fine. That's fact. That's fact. Is that not? No, I was just gonna say something, but got interrupted. No, because you said you said you said Remy was their consistency. He was not the consistency. I said consistently, like okay, fine, fine, fine. Just let me say something else. Then I'm saying, yeah, we already said the biggest difference is McCormick. Like if you give it to McCormick, they had all shooters around him. That's it. Doesn't matter. Next game. Uh, What I said was true. But anyway, no, I was right. Any more fee sweet games? Because I could get into the games. From today, I don't think so. Uh, so let's start off with Michigan versus Virginia. Virginia, real tough spot to win. Michigan on the road. Uh, Michigan, I mean, kind of seemed like they're going to win the, for the majority of this game. Uh, yeah, the Virginia just got right back into it. Once it seemed like once, uh, like they took Hunter Dickinson off, and then they took they took him and Jet off at the same time. I think after that, Virginia just. <laughs> Took full advantage, and then uh, yeah, just ended up winning. Uh, Kia had some clutch free throws at the end of the game, and uh, yeah, I mean, fucking Virginia top to bottom though really filled up stat sheet. Looked awesome. Uh, Michigan obviously Hunter Dickinson's gonna get his, but uh, Jed Howard going down 
that definitely hurt them. And, uh, yeah, the, the second half, they just didn't shoot the ball as well. Shit like that. And Virginia, like I said before, what a fucking win. Yeah, this is a huge win. I have to roll on the road at Michigan. Like that's a, so I don't care how good Michigan like starting this year. Like if they're struggling, that's a huge win. When you look at the Virginia. line too, they're three and a half mm-hmm. point favorites right. only, and yeah, right. Uh, Key Clark was awesome this game. Like just controlling the entire game. Yeah. Um, they didn't turn the ball over. Seven turnovers. You're gonna win a lot of games if you stay under ten in college. Um, and, and Armand Franklin didn't even show up. Like he didn't play good at all, and he missed two free throws at the end. Two big free throws at the end of the game. Like he yeah. just didn't play good at all, and they. I mean, they doubled. Dick, Dickinson, had tw- Dickinson had 23, but it wasn't like he dominated. He get, They doubled him so much. He It was a tough 23 for him, you could tell. And they, I said it with Michigan. They don't they don't give much help outside Dickinson and Jed Howard, and it's proven. And one guy, when I said that, commented on it. He said, we're fine. I can't remember on TikTok, but I was like, no, you guys are not good if Dickinson doesn't give you 30, and they're not. <laughs> I think the biggest part of this game, I just, I love Reese Beekman. He is, he's, he's so really goddamn good. good. Yeah. Dude, Joyce, he's, yeah, like, he's, like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like a smart version of Quinterly. Cause like when I see him dribbling, like he's got so many, like him, him, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's got like that really good, just like, just like finesse, like when he's dribbling. I love it. And like end of the game, you even saw Kia Clark was bringing the ball up the one time. And Beekman goes over and gets it because Beekman at the end of games is their guy. Like he was against um fucking Illinois. Yeah. To get a, to use Beekman. Yeah, get a bucket. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Beekman's their guy who goes gets their bucket because he's just like overall just like a better like score and stuff than Kia Clark, which we we've all known that. We knew that. I probably guess it up and start, obviously, because Kia Clark's just like a senior veteran, like defender. Like mm-hmm. not gonna give you too much, but this game he obviously showed up, so it was like good for him. But Reese Beekman is a He's fucking, he's, he's legit. And that's a good backcourt right there. Yeah. And I love that he brought him up too. Cause he like rolled his ankle or something on a teammate, got pulled out of the game, gets back in, has a huge steal at the end of the game to put them back up by two. I think like it was fucking just massive steal. And uh, yeah, I mean, just put Virginia in the driver's seat to win this game is yeah. I love that he brought him up. I would have forgot about it otherwise, but um, then the Wait, next, the next, are you gonna... or yeah. What are you, what are you gonna say? My bad. I was just going to say, like, you just said, like, the steel thing for Beekman, but Luke, Mr. Corey would love Beekman <laughs> because he is always up the line. It was against yeah. Illinois, too. He had so many, like, of those, like, he just, like, even tips. if he just tips it, like, he'll tip it and go out of bounds, but that motherfucker's always, he's always on the line. Like, he, he averages, like, two steals a game right now, which is, like, it's not crazy. It's not like, oh, my God, he averages a lot of steals, but two steals a game is a lot, actually. And oh, even yeah, just, like, tips, is. too. Like, he, he fucking does it. Like, I love it because, and that, one in the game, basically, when he got that one steal. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, then the only other game I have, I guess, for today, I'm pretty sure, but uh, Baylor losing to fucking Marquette, nine, 96-70. Baylor, I hardly know her. So, let me just read off stats. Marquette, from, from the field, 58%. <laughs> from three, 48%. Free throws, 93%. And then, but the biggest thing here, Baylor turned the ball over 20 times. Like, that's the most ridiculous shit ever. If you told me at the beginning of the day that Marquette would turn over Baylor 20 times, I think you're high as fuck. 
And, yeah, I mean, it happened, and they just got blown out of the fucking gym, almost 30 bomb. Yeah, it's like you would have told me that they turned it over. Tw- some team turned it over 20 times. The other team turned it over nine, and one team won by uh, 40. The team that, never mind, the team that turned it over 20 times got 40 ball. Yeah, but yeah, Marquette, yeah, they turned it over 20 times. Duh. Yeah. Lost by 40, <laughs> yeah. What's, what's, the, what's the big deal? No, it was the other way around. Baylor could not defend. They gave up 20 points, 25 points every quarter. If you look at it on Ken Palm, if you split up into quarters, but it's down, it goes back to they have nothing outside of their guards. Nothing. And we said that they don't get help on one of the, like their four guard, they're not going to win many games. They literally, their guards are probably, it's the best backcourt in basketball, in college basketball. That's no doubt. No, I mean, ain't. Flagler, Flagler, Cryer, even throw George in there. I like if you threw him in for one of them, it wouldn't be number one, but they're still top three. But like you got to get, and obviously the, ma- the majority of turnovers came from, yeah, which I yeah I said they were too, but like obviously the majority of turnovers come from them. But as they should, the other guys you should not be turning the ball over. Your role is to literally just be like, like don't do nothing crazy. Just kind of be there help those guys. Well, obviously you still got to do something, but like you're kind of shadowing those guys. And when, if they're having a bad game, you're supposed to like kind of pick them over and have like fill in for them like a little bit. They need but, help. I guess this game, there's like, they're like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. They, they need help. They do. But they're like, this game, they're like, oh, oh, fuck it. We don't need to help them. Fuck that. But 10 does 10 turnovers between I the just, three of them is not going to win you games. No, it's not like you got to have it. I okay. If you have cry, three, it has two flaggers to Georgia. Yeah. If they go like, Eight or under. I mean, like every game. For as much as those guys have the ball, actually, no, not really, because those three. They should like You share the ball. You're not like isolating too much. It's a lot. Like a lot of their points. Like if you watch Baylor play, a lot of points come off like wing threes, like mm-hmm. drive, wing, drive, like drive. That's that's kind of what Baylor does, or that's what they've been doing for the past how many years because of the guards they've had. And if you're gonna drive, kick to a wing. There's a chance of a turnover there. It's a pretty easy turnover. Like they're right there. I don't know, Luke, if you ever realized. I just realized it, but. When you drive and like top the key and you drive and go wing, that's a high. That's a high. That's like a lot of turnovers come from that spot. The if you think about it, because like the biggest thing is they you didn't could defend. get doubled and the guy the guy flashes and goes out. Yeah, the biggest you thing just is gotta, you just can't turn those three can't turn the ball over and they gotta be. They didn't defend. They gave up ninety six points know. to Marquette. I don't know how you can by five or ten. I'm I'm like okay, play a bad game, but you fucking lost by thirty or. <laughs> 26, whatever the fuck. You give up. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. You give up 96 points to Marquette. You're not going to win a game. You're not going to beat them. Shout out my boy Tyler Kolick. 11 assists, 6 points, 5 rebounds. That's the most prototypical Tyler Kolick stat line of all time. Steals. Four steals. boy. Uh But anyway, are we ready to get into the upcoming games? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, first game, Ohio State versus Duke. So... This is at Duke. Uh, I think it's got to be the first true test at home, right? Yeah, I think or so. Did they play Kansas at home? No, that was the champion, the championship classic. All right, yeah, but uh, shit. I mean, I'll, I'll take Duke. Duke I mean, sucks. Yeah, I know, but give I, me Ohio State. Yeah, I, I like, I like Duke though. They suck. I hate both teams. They're in the don- I hate both doghouse. Both teams right now. But, but I love Duke, so. They're not going to be ranked after Duke. this. 
Still going to root for them. They're not going to be ranked up to yeah, this game. Congrats. Uh, the next game, Michigan Sabres. Notre no, Dame. they won't. They won't. Uh, no Malik Hall still, I imagine. I assume. Yeah, so Notre Dame, I think they're only dogs by like a point. And Two and a half, I think it was. But anyway, they're at home. I'm going to take Notre Dame. I mean, there's a frisky team. They No, they have, I think, four or five guys averaging over 10 points right now. They're big guys averaging 18. Um, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and pick Notre Dame. I don't think Notre Dame's good. Aren't they bad this year? Pretty sure when I saw the line, I had to check them out, and I'm like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna take Notre Dame." Five and one, shit. I thought they sucked. Yeah, I mean, they barely beat. Oh, they barely easy. beat Radford. They barely beat Youngstown. Barely beat Lip. Beat Lipscomb by one. Beat <laughs> lost to Bonav- St. Bonaventure by twelve. Give me Michigan State. Spread is minus two right now on DraftKings. Yeah, I'm taking Michigan State. It's fuck not. It's not like yeah. it's a crazy like. Oh my god, it's two. Malik Hall is not playing. Huge piece for them. Obviously, you saw what they did yeah. in the tournament. They almost went one and two in that tournament without him. And then um yeah. on the road. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm guessing Notre Dame just shoots lights out at home. I'm guessing, but they barely beat everyone. I don't know. Give me, give me Michigan State. Uh the next game, North Carolina at Indiana. I think Indiana's gonna have a heyday with North Carolina. Um fucking Armando Baycott's too soft. I think Trace Jackson Davis is going to be able to get his. Uh, Indiana's playing pretty solid basketball, I guess, right now. And North Carolina, I think they're they're just not, like, a good team right now. So I'm going to take Indiana at home, too. That play is going to be fucking rocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Indiana, too, because they got – oh, they got – I thought this was their last game before, like, Last true game against uh, before they got into conference, but they got Arizona Kansas coming up back to back after they play Rutgers Nebraska. Yeah, but so they got to get one. Of I these. like Indiana. Yeah. Uh, six and a half is the spread here. I'm. It's gonna be all at the Trace Davis. Trace Davis had a good game, like one of his thirty ball games. I think they're gonna win. But I just uh, Indiana's at I home. Think though. Indiana's more than Trace Jackson Davis this year, though. They might, but I just... Well, they were only Trace Jackson Davis last year, and they were pretty fucking good at home. I mean, Big Ten play-wise, like, they, like Trace Jackson Davis said it, he's like, we have to win all of our games at home. Like, that's just how... Once Hood Shafino starts making threes, they're going to be good. Heads heads is Indiana. All right, North Carolina's winning. All righty. Uh, next game, Crane versus Texas. I, I just mean, can't root for North Carolina anymore. I just can't. Uh, Texas at home, I mean, I just have to take them. Uh, I think Texas is deeper than Crane too. Like it, I just don't think Texas is gonna lose at all at home all year. I'm well, I'm gonna take them every time, regardless. Every but, team, uh, every team they play is gonna be is gonna be more deeper than them. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, but I don't know. Texas defensive piss out of the ball. Uh, I mean, if as long as Tyrese Hunter doesn't turn it over, I mean, I think that's literally all it takes. Well, they'll be fine. Ken Palm has Texas win by eight. Hmm. I'm going Texas. Ah, uh, I don't I'm know. Texas. I think I'm rocking Texas. I I know I like Texas, but it's not going to be like Texas isn't going to defend them like like they can't. Creighton is an exception when no matter who how good your defense is, you know what I mean. But I think Texas mm-hmm. can score with them. Yep. I think they can get enough I stops at home. But they're not. I don't think they're gonna stop Creighton by any means. Texas has a 
tough. Two t- they got Creighton, Illinois back to back here. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are you picking, coin? Or did you already? He took My bad. Texas. All right. I already said Texas. Uh, next game, Gonzaga versus Baylor. I believe this is in Baylor. Uh, Neutral. Oh, okay. It's playing, in, it's playing in South Dakota. <laughs> That's what a fucking place to have basketball. Anyway, I put SD. I'm trying to think. I'm like, they don't play in San Diego. It's South Dakota. I know it is. Yeah, I mean, this is a game I really don't know how to pick. Both teams are kind of weird right now, but I'm going to... I'm just going to take Gonzaga. Gonzaga's going to kick the shit out yeah. of them. Yeah. I'm telling you that now. Baylor. Baylor. Uh, the next game. And here's why. Drew Timmy's going to dominate. Pair Baylor. Dominate. Congrats. He does it to every team. The thing with Strother. He does it thing, to every team. The thing with Strother is he, he doesn't have that many bad games in a row. I know they played against Xavier, and he had a good game. He's He's... He's feeling it. <laughs> uh, all right, let's keep this going here. We have two minutes left. Uh, Illinois versus Maryland. Uh, Maryland's playing really good basketball right now, but so is Illinois. Uh, where is this at? Maryland. Oh, shit. Ah, uh, fuck. I'd love to see a line on this game, but I guess I'll just take the better team on paper. I'll take Illinois. Yeah, Illinois is going to win. Yeah. Maryland's not a Illinois is kicking 8-0, the shit out. 8-0 team. Yeah. No. Fuck no. Uh, anyway, Houston versus St. Mary's. I'll take Houston. Duh. <laughs> Houston. Wagon. Come on. Uh, Sasser, come on. Next, Kentucky Kentucky versus Michigan. So, I mean, Kentucky's just a shit storm right now, but I think they'll, they're obviously not going to neutralize fucking Dickinson, but I think they can take care of everything else. I'm going to stay on Kentucky. I'm taking Kentucky. Michigan. I think it's neutral. Um, I threw this in just for fun, but St. John's versus Iowa State. <laughs> Iowa State by yeah, 100. I think Andre Carbello might have 12 turnovers in this game. Um, I got a couple. I got a couple real quick. Um, funny, fun one. Illinois at the Rutgers. <laughs> Give me Illinois, but it's not the same. It's not the same Rutgers. Rutgers! It's, not, it's not the same Rutgers. Rutgers, Rutgers. Run it up! It's not the same Rutgers. Uh, I have one more. I'm running out of time. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought you were uh, UNC versus Virginia Tech. That wasn't mine. Uh, North Carolina. Give me Virginia Tech. They're that. I love that team. I love them. Uh, then my last one, Oregon versus UCLA. It's at UCLA. I'm gonna yeah. Take, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, last one. Sleeper. Ole Miss at Memphis. I'm telling you, that, that could be a fun game. Ole Miss ain't bad. I'm not, like, saying we have to pick that one, but I'm just t- I'm give, give me a little warning. <laughs> All right. But anyway. It's a game to bet on. If we had mm-hmm. time on our Zoom to give, like, final things. We would do it, but we don't. So, as always, thank you for listening, and take her easy.